brought to you by Stella Oak Financial. Our clients work in retirement because they choose to, not because they have to. Please visit our website at stellaoak.nn.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast. Today, we're featuring UCLA student Katie Savage, who just finished her junior year at UCLA. Today, she's going to talk about her exciting new internship despite the conditions of coronavirus. Hi, Katie. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. You know, staying in quarantine, finishing up school as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a grind for sure. I know. So, Katie, can you tell us today what it was like kind of finishing up your school year and what it was like kind of transitioning to online instruction with everything with coronavirus going on? Yeah, definitely. So this whole quarter has been a little bit hectic. Uh, since I'm at a quarter system school, I've had the entire 10 weeks all online. So I didn't have to transition halfway through classes, which was nice. But mm-hmm. it's definitely an adjustment. Like, I, I've never spent so much time just at home. Um, <laughs> Taking classes from home has also been kind of funky, but I've just wrapped up finals and I'm feeling good about how I did. So, all Ooh, good. That's great. Yeah, it's the best feeling ever, just finishing everything up. In terms of your internship, actually, I wanted to ask, how did you begin to look for it for our listeners who are looking for summer internships or fall internships? How did your internship process begin? Yeah, definitely. So, I was looking more into uh, the tech industry because I am a computer science major partly. So uh, that process is notorious for being super early. So I actually started looking last September. um, And that's when I would just send out applications online. I did a lot of looking through LinkedIn. um, And I just, I sent out just a bunch of the companies that I knew I wanted to be involved in. And from there, I had to just kind of await their reply or my own entry into their specific processes. Yeah. Did you email them as well or did you just apply? So I mainly just applied, although I did do uh, some, you know, direct messages via LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn was a great tool for me. Yeah, of course. It's a really good resource. And how did your internship interview process begin or which companies were interested and working with you? Yeah, so I, uh, I looked at some of the bigger tech companies, and a lot of them do get a lot of applicants. So it started mainly with, uh, after I sent my resume and all of that information, if they wanted me from that point, uh, they would reach out to me via email, and I would get a phone streaming, which was probably about a 30-minute phone call in which they'd ask basic Uh, more technical computer science questions, as well as just the the typical behavioral, what do you like to do, what are some of your strengths and weaknesses, Uh, and from there, if I did well in that, I could move on to the final process, and uh, for some of them, 
it, it varies depending on the company, but some of them are kind of crazy. You know, you're going to enter our final four-hour interview process. So mm-hmm. it's a range, but it's definitely uh, a process in which you, you get in it for the long haul. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a grind. Of course. And how was your personal internship process with the interview I mean sorry the interview process for the internship that you ended up accepting how how was that different in the tech industry than perhaps a different kind of internship like the questions per se yeah so I think part of that pertains to the role I was looking at so I at school I'm a linguistics and computer science major which basically means I do have that tech computer science knowledge, but I wanted something a little more customer facing and on the business side of the tech industry. So because of that, I started looking at kind of product management, program management roles. So Mm -hmm. that's, you're in the tech industry, but you're more so uh, in charge of helping deliver what customers want. And so in terms of that, those interviews are kind of half and half. So I did have the the classic coding questions. Mm -hmm. I think I had to code up a tic-tac-toe board or something during my interview, but you also get questions uh, more about product. So one that I had was an open-ended, just design a kitchen. And from there, you kind of just have to ask the correct questions and the interviewer will lead you down this process of helping them design a kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very interesting way to ask you to do that. Was there any certain way that you prepared for questions that are not as traditional, such as the kitchen question? Yeah, so when I first started the process, I actually had no idea what they were going to ask. Mm-hmm. So I kind of used the, the initial phone screening as like a trial period. So that's when I kind of gathered, oh, here's the kinds of things I need to look for. And from there, I really dove in. So I... What helped me a lot was looking up mock interviews on YouTube mm-hmm. to see the kind of questions that I could expect. Um, and in my role specifically, a lot of those questions are a little more creative and open-ended because I think this comes a lot in other financial domains as well, like consulting. They they want to see how you think. So it's there's no right or wrong. It's just the approach you take. So I think a good way to go about that is just practicing. Look up some questions online and just kind of, trace them out, maybe talk them over with a friend. Yeah, that's really good advice, especially since, you know, it's an interview process and right now that it's over the phone, it has to go so organically. Yeah, that's really good advice. Speaking of over the phone stuff, how do you think coronavirus just changed everything in the internship sphere? Or at least for you and your experience, how did what you thought your internship was going to be like change after all the new COVID Um, restrictions came out yeah definitely I mean I think I have to start by saying I'm just incredibly lucky Mm because I I do know a lot of people whose internships have been canceled completely um but for me I instead of going and working on site I am going to be working virtually so from home with the parents which should be (laughs) interesting but um yeah I think a lot is changing and I think I'm I'm lucky enough to be in the tech industry where a lot of these changes are more realistic uh, and more welcome, and some companies have been implementing more remote internships and even job roles uh, for a couple of years now. So I'm in a good spot in that this transition is more doable, but 
uh, I will definitely be missing out on some of the, you know, the more in-person mentoring. And I think since this is the first year where everything's remote, it's definitely going to take some adjustments on both my side and the side of those who are managing me. Yes, of course. And in terms, you're going to work for Microsoft, an amazing company, as a project manager intern. Could you let us know about some previous experience you have that you feel prepared you to the role? I know a lot of people are always applying and applying and wondering why they don't hear back or how they can improve their skills before applying to a company such as Microsoft. What would you recommend in terms of maybe a freshman or sophomore in college looking for experience before applying to their dream jobs and internships? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think I think with a lot of roles, um, there is no prescribed way to go about um, gaining experience. And I think especially for the program manager role in which your job can be so varied, um, a good thing to do is to not worry about specializing. So I, I, I'm someone who has a lot of experiences that are very, um, that are incredibly varied. So I do have some tech knowledge just for my major, but I'm also in a consulting club on campus. Um, and I had an internship last summer that was very relaxed, but it was uh, working on a product for a small startup and just helping them figure out their business plan. So I think I, I think a lot of people try to focus on building um, a very specific skill set, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes the best approach is to be a little more general and, you know, gain information that can, you know, pertain to a lot of different industries as well as job roles. So there's more things that are dubbed soft skills, I guess, but like just being flexible and organized can really be beneficial when you're trying to apply for these roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a very important thing to work on your soft skills and it's very true that people get caught up, you know, trying to work as many jobs and internships, but there's clubs and things such as you did that could also prepare for you in this way. Did you have any uh-huh. specific mentors or close friends or anything that you feel helped you, you know, get involved in these new clubs, um, develop these skills, just any advice for people who are looking to reach out to maybe someone they want to be their mentor? Did you have any experience with that? Yeah, so I think I was lucky enough that um, my brother was actually a very good mentor to me, but that's because he was uh, a consultant, basically. He has been for the past couple of years. And so with regards to finding a mentor, though, I think the cool thing is if, if you do want to do the generalist approach and kind of, dabble all over, there's a lot of different places you can find them, whether that be a professor, um, uh, a business professional that you're related to, like a family member that you're interested in their industry, uh, some friends even who may be in different clubs, and also, honestly, LinkedIn, especially as a student, I think a lot of people are very open to discussing what they do with you and are actually excited to share, so... One thing I did do was I would, you know, cold email or reach out to people on LinkedIn and just have, like, a call with them and discuss what they did and what they recommended that I do. So getting on opportunities like that, even if you're not closely connected to people, is often very beneficial just for your own insight. Mm -hmm, Of course. 
And just for more specifics, because I know a lot of people wonder this, how do you reach out without sounding unprofessional or awkward? You know, a lot of people are, get very anxious about reaching out to powerful or people with really good careers that they want to pursue. How do you format your email and how does a typical call go for you? Yeah, so I think with regard to that, I can only speak from the student perspective, but I think if you're just very earnest, don't come at it with an angle necessarily of, you know, trying to get something out of this person. Just reach out to people that you're genuinely interested in just talking to and picking their brain because I think that'll come out um, very strongly. So usually I'll just start in my email by, you know, mentioning that I'm a student, that I'm interested in their career and what they've done and their past. Uh, so, yeah, I'll start out with maybe an intro paragraph about that, my interest in them and what they do. Uh, sometimes I throw in a couple of questions just to kind of, like, get it on their minds that I'm really, you know, interested in picking their brain. And then I try to give them some time, maybe, because I think it's hard when you just throw at someone that you want to meet. Uh-huh. You're putting it on them to schedule it, but sometimes it's nice to say, I know you're incredibly busy, but I'm available next Tuesday and Wednesday at these times. Would you be free to talk to me during these periods? And that kind of allows them to just say yes or no without thinking about it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good advice and a really good point. Just kind of putting out availability instead of just leaving it open for whenever. That's a very good point. In terms of UCLA, because... Um, for our listeners who are looking to what college to go to and things like that, what do you feel that the university offered you in terms of classes or clubs that stood out to you and you feel is helping you now that you're going to be entering such a big company? What do you feel prepared you from the school? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think think a lot of it comes down to just the wealth of opportunity there. Um, for me specifically, I really utilized clubs to figure out what I was interested in and different organizations. So as I mentioned before, I got into a consulting club my sophomore year, which really opened my eyes to an industry that I had previously not even heard of before. Um, I've also been involved in some mentoring clubs, which kind of helped shape uh, some of my other interests just in community involvement. And through these clubs, one of the great things is you're also just meeting a group of people who are interested in that specific discipline as well as others. And through them, you can then get recommended to other things that may be tangential to that club um, or other opportunities on campus that you may not have known about. So I think going into college, just try as much as you can early on. And from there, you can really figure out what speaks to you and kind of trim out what you what isn't serving you and focus more on the things that you actually hope to pursue in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. The clubs are definitely very helpful. In terms of the future, where do you hope to see yourself after this internship? Um, I know you're approaching your senior year. Did you want to do an internship similar or did you want to do something more on the linguistic sides of your major? What were you interested in doing and let's say the next year or two? Oh, that's a super good question, and I wish I had a better answer, but I think um, at the moment, 
moment at least, I'm definitely taking it as it comes. So I'm going to, as I go through this internship, I basically have to determine if this is really the role for me. Uh, I'm not someone who adheres very strongly to any long-term plans, but I definitely hope to, you know, yeah, determine if program management is for me. And if it is, I'll pursue that more strongly and get back into the interview cycle probably in the fall. And mm. if not, I guess I'll just have to pivot. And yeah, the linguistic side of it could definitely be something that I would explore. Mm. Uh, I haven't done so too much yet, but that's, it's, it's on my mind. It's on my mind for sure. Yeah, you still have a long time. <laughs> I agree. <It's> a, <laughs> when I get asked that as well, I'm just like, oh my goodness, there's so much I want to do yet. I'm only in my 20s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's hard to know, but mm-hmm. yeah, just being open to opportunity is mm-hmm. the mantra for sure. That's what I always say. Just say yes to everything because you never know, you know, if it's a brand ambassadorship, a little internship, an assistant position, you never know who you're going to meet. It's going to help you out in the future. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you have any final, I guess, advice? I've kind of asked you everything about your internship and stuff. Um, any final advice for people listening, as well as just any advice during this uncertain time where I know it may seem like, you know, we're throwing resumes out into a dark hole because of coronavirus, but do you have any advice for listeners? Yeah, yeah I think it is a very stressful time for for a lot of people and a lot of people in our situation, you know, college students who um, are looking for opportunities or maybe their opportunity was canceled last minute. And I think as scary as it is, just, you know, keep looking, but take the pressure off yourself because, you know, everyone is experiencing this pandemic. It's a global phenomenon Mm -hmm. and no one's gonna, no one's gonna like take it as a, a point against you if, you don't have the perfect internship or the perfect job opportunity right now. Just, you know, focus on your health. Keep trying. This could be a good time also for those, you know, LinkedIn networking calls. Just, you know, get interested, learn, do what you can. And what you can't do, it's out of your hands. So don't worry about it too much. Yeah, that's really good advice. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) This is a perfect time just to, I know there's a lot of free classes online and, you know, like you said, the LinkedIn networking, right now people have a lot of time to talk to people. Yeah, that's really good advice. All right, Katie, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you. Loved having you. Have a good rest of your day. You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast. We hope to see you next week and make sure to stay inside and stay safe.